Welcome to Teacher's Podcast Series, The Research Files. I'm Jo Ope. In this episode, we focus on a programme aimed at increasing engagement among Maori secondary school students in New Zealand and the implications for educators here in Australia. Associate Professor Mere Berryman of the University of Waikato in Hamilton spoke about the success of the Teikataitanga programme at this year's SER research conference. I caught up with her after the presentation. I'm here with Associate Professor Mere Berryman. Uh, welcome to Teacher Magazine. Thank you. Uh, first of all, then, um, can you tell me a little bit about the research and the programme that you've done in New Zealand? Right. Well, the research began in 2001. Russell Bishop and myself were really keen to identify how we might engage Māori students more effectively in the education system. Um, As an education system, we'd spent 10 years identifying the barriers to learning. Mm -hmm. And what we were keen to do was identify how we might actually uh, achieve Uh, education engagement for Māori students. So rather than be thinking about what the problems were, what were the solutions? Mm -hmm. And so how did you go about that? Can you uh, summarise briefly what you did? Well, we talked with Māori students, both engaged and non-engaged. We talked with their teachers, we talked with their family members and we talked with their school principals. And basically we were asking... What would engage you in education? If we were talking with teachers, we were asking teachers to think about what would it take to engage Māori students in education. We identified an effective teaching profile. The effective teaching profile then uh, was used through an iterative professional learning and development programme to work in a number of schools to try and implement that effective teaching profile into classrooms. Mm -hmm. And was this at secondary school level? It was at secondary school level, yes. We interviewed uh, Māori students who were in years 9 and 10 Mm -hmm. because that was the area in education where more of our students were falling out of the education system than any other level. And and so was this government schools or uh, across sectors? This was government schools, yes. Mm But the research was also funded by the Ministry of Education and so it was really a partnership between the university and the ministry to look for solutions to a problem that has been long-standing in New Zealand schools. Mm -hmm. We've worked with five phases of schools, so five different groups of schools and each phase we've used the research to learn iteratively um, through to the next phase. So we've built on. And that's been one of the things that um, we need to acknowledge the Ministry for, that they did continue to fund the programme. They did continue to let us ask questions and find solutions and then ask a new lot of questions. And I think that's why, in Phase 5, we were actually able to accelerate the learning of teachers to work with Māori students in a in a far faster way, and okay. um, so I'm interested in the actual uh, process. Then, can you um, share some of the findings and then 
what that led to because a pro- there was a program wasn't there that was built around this research from the narratives of experience we developed an effective teaching profile and we used the effective teaching profile in a professional um, development program with teachers so <clears throat> teachers were observed they were given feedback um, they set goals they worked through co-construction meetings using evidence to help them to um, identify new solutions within their classrooms. And um, we supported them through shadow coaching to help them achieve their goals. That led to us clearly identifying that if school leaders weren't part of that process, then teachers could not achieve all that they wanted to achieve. So having the school principals and senior leadership team on uh, support in support of teachers was really important. Um, Finally, we we worked out that you also needed the middle leadership as part of a whole school reform. And so by the time we reached um, phase five, it was a whole school reform. So something that started in phase one at the classroom level moved quickly through senior leadership, through the middle leadership, and began to become a much more school-wide reform movement. Mm -hmm. Was there anything, are there any sort of concrete examples of um, engagement strategies then that applied in this setting with these students that you discovered? There were two things I think that stand out for me. The first one was that Māori students identified that they wanted teachers who respected their cultural location as Māori and part of that in terms of a response are teachers who are culturally appropriate, so who understand uh, some of the features of Māori culture um, and use in the curriculum and use in the classroom what I would call Māori iconography, so students could see themselves Mm -hmm. in the curriculum. More importantly was teachers who were responsive to the students' prior knowledge and experience So, for example, I remember one student who said, they asked the Chinese girl about her culture, they try and tell me about mine. So Māori students wanted to be able to use their prior knowledge and experiences as contemporary Māori, living in the here and now, to be able to use those experiences as the basis for new learning. And so... Teachers who were both culturally appropriate and culturally responsive are the teachers that would engage Māori students. The other aspect that Māori students wanted were teachers that cared about them, cared about them as Māori, but also teachers who had high expectations of them as learners. So the things go together. Um, I remember reading in Geneva Gay's book, and she talked about it as hard-caring and soft-caring, Māori students told us if you could take the sternest teacher and you could combine her with the nicest teacher, then that would be the best teacher. Now, obviously, this work that you've done in New Zealand uh, in that setting there, but I'm thinking that this has implications, of course, for schools and educators on the ground here in Australia. Yes, it probably does, and I believe Russell has a group of people who are working with some people up up north. Um, Certainly I've been working with some people um, in Canada and they have been gathering 
the same type of narratives of experience and the students there are saying the same things. The parents are saying the same things and so are the teachers. So there certainly has got implications of this as a process that can work for other Indigenous people. That's great. Thanks ever so much for joining us today. Good luck with your research in the future. Yes, thank you. For more information on the research discussed in this podcast and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.